Can I just saying we miss you? Oh, I miss you guys already. I know. <laughs> oh, I miss you. We were yeah. like, we're like. Sarah, and you're listening to Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. So usually I start off the show by saying thanks for listening, but today I want to say a bit a big thank you to all the people who turned up to catch us live on International Women's Day at our live show in Picada. We had so much fun that night. And also a big thank you to all of you who sent in stories and questions to our show on sarahsense.com or by email or through social media because we love them all and we use them. We, In fact, we had so much material to work with, including all of the totally unscripted confessions <laughs> that came through at the door. So it made it really easy for us to put together a show. Um, in fact, we... I actually only had time to cover a fraction of what was sent through in the live show, which is why we're going to be covering some of the topics and stories that we missed um, for you today. So today is a bit of a companion episode um, to our live show. So think of it as Secrets of the Bedroom, the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> So let me quickly introduce who else I have with me today. So Catherine Leung, who, who was our very first guest on episode number two of the podcast on masturbation. That was that topic. <laughs> know thyself, love thyself. Um, and you came on when we were still a fledgling little podcast. Yes, when all we could do was <laughs> talk to ourselves and touch ourselves and <laughs> Others with our knowledge. <laughs> exactly. Um, Kat was also a guest um, on our panel at the live show. So she's going to share some of her reflections on that as well. And Jai, my wonderful Hello. co-host. Hey, you are calling <laughs> in from Sydney today. I know. I've made the, the big trip away from little Hong Kong. Exactly. Um, Which is now so. where we live. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I know it's you know everyone who's asked me I like what you know what will you miss and obviously you know the the default answer is the people but I think what me and you have done over the last year has just been so special that I think it's it's that kind of stuff that I'm gonna miss the most. Yeah, me too. I I we really miss you. <laughs> so, mm, I miss you guys too. Same doing it over um remote. <laughs> Um, and you know, roll my eyes and make funny faces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can, but you just can't see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. probably doing it right now. <laughs> so today's episode, everyone, is a really special episode, mainly because it's going to be our season finale, and I think it's a really lovely way, and it's a very fitting end to our season because we want to end we wanted to end everything on a high note after the live show and both Jai and I are also going to take a bit of a break to pursue some other exciting projects so <laughs> I'm going to be focusing more on coaching so if you want to keep updated with that then follow me on Instagram at hello sarah sense because you'll get all my latest updates there and just so you know, if you guys miss the podcast and still want a dose of Better in Bed while we're on a season break, then please download my audio guide called How to Get Better in Bed on sarahsense.com, where I share my top strategies that are the encapsulation of literally everything you've heard on this podcast. And also, I give some really sexy, practical exercises that you can try solo or with a partner. And it's full of awesome ideas and I think you'll love it. So just download it and let me know what you think. And Jai, why don't you just give us an update on, on Sydney and what kind of projects you're working sure. on? Um, so my main focus in Sydney will be, uh, I've just joined a new uh, advertising agency down here. 
Um, so if you if you're really curious to know who, what, and why, um, just drop me a message. Uh, but yeah, I'll be getting back into to, to kind of deep ad and brand strategy again. Um, but on the side, oh, everyone's going to have a side hustle these days. Um, I'll be continuing with the Double Star Collective. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually going to produce another two podcasts. Uh, the first one will be called Maker and Creator, where we talk to creatives and anyone kind of in an entrepreneurial role about what inspires them and how does it affect them kind of on a personal level. Uh, and then also I'm going to be soon to be releasing a new one that focuses on business and entrepreneurship um, back in Asia. So I'm going to do a few juggling things. But other than that, um, just getting used to Sydney side again. So, um, yeah, excited. Very excited. Sounds good. Sounds good. Fine. You've already found a replacement, Sarah. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, so I, I may have a new a new co-host, but the, new in the sense of a new post for podcast. But um, <laughs> she does look the, like the Australian version of you. <laughs> but she could, ne- she could never replace you, though, Sarah. Aw, thanks. Okay. Well, I'm really excited because let's just talk about secrets. Secrets of the Bedroom Part 1, the live show, <laughs> our live launch. It was a while a while ago, but I think I've actually just been looking through the photos yeah. and the videos recently. Um, it just brought back all these wonderful memories of what an oh, yeah. night it was and how many people came. Like- well, I was saying, I, I sent both of you um, pretty much identical text messages right after I was looking through all those photos and I could not wipe the smile off my face. It was like oh my God. all the laughs were like infiltrating through my computer back at me and I just like, oh my God, remember when I was laughing at this? Yeah. And you were laughing at yeah. that and look at the crowd. They're all they're all smiling. Yeah. yeah. I mean it was an infectious photo album, let alone the, the evening itself. Yeah. We've got some great oh. photos from that. I couldn't get over the, about the energy in the room. Like that, that's all I can remember. Like it, it was like, uh, obviously we were nervous beforehand, but the energy through that thing was just incredible. And yeah, you're right. That Those photos really captured, uh, and thank you to uh, our two wonderful photographers who were there that night. Like it, it, it was, I, I still can't quite believe we did it, that the house was completely full, that, you know, we, we were actually able to kind of, to do it all live that, you know, just just little things like making people laugh, like that just felt amazing. Like, and and it just I felt so privileged and like so humbled by the whole thing. Yeah, well, it was very. I mean, the venue itself as well. You know, thank thank you to them. Thank you to Bacata for yeah. actually creating such yeah. a space, a welcoming space, where everyone that actually came from you know all different experiences were all very very welcoming to take in that what we had to say and to participate. I mean, the amount of stories yeah. that came in our way at the beginning of that yeah. night was just actually it was a little bit over my expectation i didn't think we were going to get that many but people seemed <laughs> people seemed really keen to share <laughs> me too me too so like a little you know behind the scenes note was yeah. that i actually scripted most of the show using sort of stories we crowdsourced from social media and through our friends and so on and i wasn't really expecting much to come through the door in terms of confessions that we could yeah. use but then i mean when we started we it. yeah <laughs> but then we started looking through the the confessions that people were writing and they were just so hilarious yeah. like and we started then i started subst- substituting a lot of the um stories that i had initially scripted with stuff that i'd yeah. read out from the little slips and i thought i thought that was fantastic that's probably my favorite part yeah. of the show well, what, we were, what was your favorite we were- my was like, oh no, we've we've got to save this for the after show for our next podcast. Like, this one's too good. We you got to save this story and that's right. Which we're gonna we're gonna read out for you guys in a in a little bit, just because we don't we don't want to keep these from you. You everyone really should should hear about them. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the show, um, Jay? Look, selfishly, it was the fact that the boys got involved, yeah. uh, and I know obviously I've got to be the token male, but just knowing now, now I know who those boys are. I, I'm smiling even more. But like, t- two things: what legends for coming and just showing support because you know it, it, I think it's very easy, and you know I fall in that trap too to be a little cynical about um, International Women's Day when you know it, it kind of can, it can it, I think it can make men feel a bit out of place sometimes, but like they just kind of totally turned that on their head, showed up, you know, 
you know, had beers and joined in with the banter and being able to banter back and forth to a crowd like that, which we never get to do in the studio. I reckon that would be my absolute favorite bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. and they were quite lively. I thought the crowd, yeah. Yeah. everyone was a really good sport and not just a good sport, but actively participating, you know, bringing something else to the table was really nice, a really nice part and element for me too. Yeah. You didn't, yeah. it, it could have very easily gone um, all about women and a little bit intimidating. And, and you know, there's always that, that yeah, risk it could of it have, getting exclusive. Uh, but it really earnest. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? And it, it just remained so light and fun. Yeah. It was good. Like, it- it could have, it could, you know, that could have so easily have been like, you know, obviously three of us kind of the, the roles we have, you know, you, you turn up to a, a conference or a, a marketing event, even when it's at a bar and you hear four people give a really boring panel discussion. Uh, and obviously it's a little easier when we're talking about sex, but they were fully involved. Like the, cr- the crowd was emotional, like the ooing and the ahhing and the laughing and, you know, the things they responded to and like they were fully engaged and I was just, I was blown away. Yeah. I, I feel like sometimes they, they were almost so engaged that they it almost started conversations yeah. between them and, and people would have. <laughs> no, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did have a bunch of like, <laughs> I think honestly, that, now that you said that, that was my favorite part for sure. My favorite part. <laughs> Shushing. Shushing is my favorite part. No, being able to see immediate reactions from everyone's face and just like when they yeah. were utterly shocked or yeah. just you know couldn't control their laughter yeah like, looked at their friend when they found out something new about them yeah never have i ever game like what yeah you did what to who yeah 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 no i no i think that they i'm not sure what they thought that we would talk about as yeah. well but some at some point <laughs> every time we started talking about anal sex i yeah. felt like the laughter got even yeah. louder i think i think the, um, the awkward the awkward anal topics definitely got people drinking a lot more so yeah that helped everyone yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was some big drink there was some big sips of beer during that yeah. and i don't know if you guys no, noticed how much nothing and i know i knew i was getting nervous about it because like that i saw in a couple of uh photos how quickly my beer went up and down and i'm like oh that's me drinking it really quickly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the response that I've gotten has just been really universally positive, actually. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess they wouldn't have been there if they, if they hated it because they knew they were coming to a sex podcast. But people actually, the, the interesting piece of feedback I got was that people thought it was really short. <laughs> it, you know, they thought like, oh, I could have sat there for another half an hour or another one which hour. Is, which is never something you want to hear during a sex talk is it's really short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I needed it to be longer. Yeah. I really expected it to be longer. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes me a little while. It just takes me a little while. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I thought that we could um, talk about some of the things that we didn't get to talk about on the live show just because so much material. So actually Kat and I are sitting um, in front of a computer right now with all of the um, little confessions that were written. Oh, are you? The live show, yeah. And we're actually really quickly like sifting through them um, yeah. to see if there are any that we want to read out. Um, but I, I did have a few others as well that um, I thought were interesting and kind of funny uh, to read out. And maybe we could get reactions from those as a start and then we'll pull out um, the confessions from the, the show as well as, and we'll just throw them in. Awesome, awesome. Okay, how about this one? Um, <laughs> awkward bedroom stories. Let's start there yes. because that's what we started off on in the in the live show as well. Okay. I was dressed as Beyonce with an Afro wig. <laughs> <laughs> you know who this is sorry, sorry, I shouldn't I shouldn't laugh already. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, go on. No, go on. No, no, no judgment. It's a safe zone. Exactly. But we're gonna give you guys a little bit of description so you can have visual. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yeah. Because you're laughing that anyone be, would be dressed as Beyonce. I, I'm laughing at the wig and then thinking, where is this going? <laughs> Jai, was this you? 
Yeah, exactly. Do you know who this is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so I was dressed as Beyonce with an Afro wig at a costume party. I met a guy and I was going down on him in the toilet with a translucent door, which I didn't oh. know was translucent. So people couldn't see exact details of what I was doing, <sighs> except the silhouette of my wig kept bobbing up and down. <laughs> <laughs> and I had attracted quite an audience outside. When I emerged from the toilet with the guy, they all clapped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh my God. I, I was at a party where this... I think this happened. <laughs> you might know who it is. Yeah, I think I do. I may have been one of those people clapping. Yeah, but I mean, my only reaction is who makes a toilet with a translucent door? As well. Yeah. I mean, come on, like. Yeah, was, like was this in a house? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so this is oh okay. I'm, I'm narrowing in who this might be now, but it's a it's a house. It's like a house party. Oh god. I know. So I actually think I, I blame the toilet. I, I mean, it's really... I blame the architect. Yeah. Sorry. Bad architect. You go, girl. I say, yeah. You know, <laughs> honestly, next time, just just go for a glass door. <laughs> Was I the only one thinking about what it would look like to, to have a, you know, um, get a blowjob from somebody dressed as Beyonce with the wig on? Like, I, I don't know if I could keep myself together. Like, I think I'd just keep laughing. <laughs> well, my concern is, like, it's just good that he, it's just he didn't try to pull the wig off. <laughs> the shadow would look more awkward, I think. I want you to sing to me while you do it. Okay, here's oh, another man. one. There was one time I drank lots of infusion tea. And this infusion tea was the type that was a digestive tea. So and I did oh, oh. before I had sex with a guy with an enormous penis and during the sex i had the feeling that his penis was pushing everywhere and it felt so good but the next thing i knew we both had an explosive orgasm and there was a pool of my hmm well i did a giant <sighs> pool of poo so putting the poo <gasps> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> 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 to say that we had to clean the bed sheet on the balcony with the water hose um, as we couldn't throw it in the washing machine and that was really awkward for me. Can you imagine how awkward it is with the people walking underneath the balcony? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know what? I, I, I'd toss it. I, I couldn't even bring myself to do that. I, I'd just toss it. Yeah. Why? I, I've got I've got another story like that. Really? I'll, I'll have to tell you off the air, but um, I, I think <laughs> remind me at the end. I'll tell you. Something. I think okay. um, I think we actually got several stories. In yeah, kind of along the same theme. Yeah, I think there were a few stories that involve similar endings. bodily functions, especially with anal sex, which yeah. is why when we were on the live show, it, I thought it was re really important to talk about some of the preparation that you might want to do before um, anal sex. But this, I mean, I think drinking infusion digestive tea is probably not... I think drinking one. digestive anything is probably the last... It's post-sex stuff. Drink digestive things, everyone. Public service announcement from yours, truly, cat. Digestive tea post-sex is good. Not before. <laughs> there should be warning labels. Do not drink before sex. Although, would you use it like a few, like maybe three or four hours beforehand? Well, I mean, I guess you know. There's also you know the other idea that if that's what you're into, then by all means, go ahead. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not shaming anyone into a bit of scat. Like I think, I think you know, it, there's something for everyone. But I, I think, like everything, it's 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 the uh, unmanaged expectations. Um, no, maybe I think three or four hours beforehand, when there's like a good window of time, yeah. then if yeah. you were to prepare yourself for anal sex that way, then that might be a good. Um, that that might actually quite be quite positive. So you clear out and you're. Uh, your squeaky queen. yeah squeaky queen beforehand but um i don't think i think she it sounds like she just drank it right before the sex when, when you started that story i was going to take a guess to who it was but now i'm not not as sure yeah, but... <laughs> um, yeah you might or might not know these people <laughs> yeah I, I i i figured that but uh again yeah did you see somebody there that night when they handed it in we recognized the work but like like quite a few like quite a while away from us and she looked at me I looked at her and I'm like why are you here and she's like I didn't know this was you and I'm like I didn't know you were coming (laughs) (laughs) well it all ended well yeah no it was great yeah it was good it was good yeah I mean but but there were a few even when one of the confession slips that we got from the door I can see um What's the most awkward thing that's happened to you in the bedroom? Anal sex and there was shit. Short and nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's actually quite a common awkward thing yeah. that happens. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I said that we did get a lot of those stories that came in actually. And I think a lot of the um, the concerns were that, you know, yeah. it was hard to clean up afterwards. Yeah. Or unexpected. Although I don't know why it would be unexpected. I, I, I do also think that if you are going to engage in anal sex, then look mentally you you're going to have to be prepared that there might be a small possibility even you know after the best amount of cleaning and preparation that this might happen right so i think if you're going to engage in it you should also be adult enough to be like okay well shit happens (laughs) 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 okay (laughs) on that theme on that theme so Playful wrestling took a turn when accidentally I got a finger up the old poop chute. But I took it in stride and playfully tried to force the said finger into my assailant's face as she tried very hard to make sure that did not happen. My phone rang, so I let go, not realizing she was using so much force to keep her hand away that once I removed my pressure, her hand bounced off my chest towards her face and her finger went right into her mouth. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Until you get a poop finger in the mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Is he saying Oh okay, so it wasn't sex. I'm like, who gives up sex for a phone call? I'm oh, sorry, but obviously it was playful wrestling. That's some that's that's some playful oh, wrestling. That, that's what you took away from the story. <laughs> who answers the phone sorry. during sex? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's time. <laughs> okay, how about this one? It's from this one's from a, I think it's from a guy too. So, this girl I brought back to my apartment for the first time went to the bathroom and saw it was full of lush toiletries, which happened to be my favorite brand. She insisted I had a girlfriend, put her clothes off, put no, put her clothes on, sorry, and then left. You know when you when I read the story, I thought of you, Jai, because you have like <laughs> you have all this Aesop in your bathroom that Yes. <laughs> well, like I like people... she would not like that at all. She... <laughs> yeah, no, she would be highly suspicious I... of my I think I've almost got the full collection of Aesop. And if, if anyone's interested, I'll, I'll I'll talk them through why. Okay, but, why, can't, <laughs> why can't guys have nice toiletries? Like, yeah, what's I, wrong with that? I don't mind them smelling good. But <laughs> I I prefer, well, that's I it. I prefer like, to know you use nice toiletries and take care of yourself. Exactly. I do. I'm always suspicious when, like, you go to these guys' places and they only have bar soap from, oh. like, the 80s. Oh, one yeah. and one piece of bar soap and you're like do you have any and there's, a, and there's a hair on it yeah. and there's a hair on it 
and you're like, is, is this is this a pube or is this a head hair? How would you ever know? Boys have short and hair. And you have to ask, is it yours <laughs> or is this someone else's? <laughs> yeah. There was this great ad in Australia where it had like an imaginary line through the middle of the bath soap. Oh, no, it was for Old Spice, I think. Oh, no, um, like well, one of them. And it was like on one side it said bum, on the other side it said face and like kind of poking fun at the fact that you would never know which side you were using. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to read a few. Ken and I are going to read a few of our uh, yeah, favorite yeah. ones that we got here. Um, and these are like just from the door. And they're pretty short, so we can go through these ones quite quickly. So, um, they're all most awkward thing that's happened to you in the bedroom. Shut up, you know, we can hear you. Scream my roommate <laughs> and her mother. Oops. <gasps> Oops. <laughs> and her mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, she must have been quite loud. She was like, someone asked me to punch him, and I missed. <laughs> but what did she hit instead? The the bed? Or... It will remain a mystery, I think. Like, what an, what an unco. Like, you're right there. Speaking of, um, well, she had another one. Actually, this 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 person that gave us three awkward items. So okay. It's a plethora of stories, this person. Um, I'm assuming it's a woman? No. I will not make assumptions in this case. Okay. Um, okay. Her second story was that I threw up on his dick, but swallowed it and kept going. <gasps> There's a good ending to the story. He Is finished. It? He did finish. And then... He finished. He finished out and of, out of a condom, something like that. He f- are he you trying to? Out- oh, sorry, is this it- is a third story. He I think. fished out he a condom. Fished out a condom. I'm hoping not of. I'm hoping. Oh, you mean already out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> See now, folks. When you do submit stories, details are important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should talk about. I mean, also, although no details are great, great mysteries for us to try and solve. The second thing, you know how we were talking about anal sex and poo, yeah. but you know how a lot of the, sometimes um, with, um, especially with deep throating, right? Yeah. Or depending also on the guy's size and stuff. And if you've got a gag reflex, um, you, you could possibly yeah. throw up a little like, yeah. while giving a Oh Yeah. yeah. That's- that's yeah. perfectly normal as well. I think so. Especially if sometimes, you know, when there's a little overexcitement, someone tends to help. Oh, uh, yeah. Quote, unquote, help you get to uh, a certain position. No, no. Guys, when you hit that guys, reflex. Don't do that, yeah. guys. Because don't. someone might throw up on you. Yeah. So, lessons learned. I know. What you, well, let's just be absolutely straightforward. Don't push the girl. Don't push the woman's head down yeah. on your penis. Women don't like that. And they might throw up on you. I have a feeling <laughs> guys don't like it either. It's not just girls. No. Anyone going down on a penis should not need extra help forcing it down. No. I think it's only if only if you're she, into a- it. Unless, you ask, yeah. unless she's asking for it. You're right. Unless yeah. she's asking for it. Unless it's consensual. But otherwise, yeah. Use don't. your words. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be hard with a dick. No, in not you. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> okay. Well, if someone's got your dick in the mouth and you have a dick in the mouth, you're just it's just too bad. Okay. <laughs> there are too many dicks in your mouth. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. A word for that, right? <laughs> so, um, okay. So then, let's move on to some of the burning questions. Mm. Because uh, I think this is also quite a really, really Oops, rich so, area uh-huh. for us to discuss. There were lots of lots of burning sex questions that were submitted and that we weren't able to get through that day. Uh, so let me start with this, a few. I, I picked like my top four or five, but then there's a few more which are absolutely hilarious that I'm just going to read for effect. So <laughs> um, the first one is, which position do women like the best during sex? You should ask her. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say Maybe it's not a one-size-fits-all. Um, and every woman is made differently. And I would say that most women, though, um, like the positions that give them the best kind of 
clitoral stimulation, those will be more favored by women just because it gives them a higher probability that they'll have an orgasm. Um, but yeah, but even then, like, I think it varies. Try them all. You never know. Yeah. Okay. Number two, what are your tips for getting in the mood for sex? Okay. For people who are not always (laughs) in the mood, clearly. Oh, nice. Yes. We had to make that distinction. Yeah. That was the question. What are your tips for getting in the mood for sex? I, I think clearly for people who are maybe not in the mood. Tips? Mm, tips. Music. Talking about it. So there were a lot of burning sex questions that were also submitted on top of the stories. Um, and I thought that we could go through some of those. Which positions do women like the best during sex? I was the asshole. I would say... <laughs> yeah. And I would say the... the the positions were, which give them as much clitoral stimulation as possible because that, you know, might give them higher chances of actually coming during penetrative sex. But I mean, there's, loads of, there's loads of positions that women like as well that you can you can make work. With. Yeah, and like you said before, there's like not one answer for this yeah, there's, question, I think. There's no one size fits all. Yeah, different different women will like different things. Um, okay, so what are your tips? I, just just back on that because I actually think that's really interesting. What you said in terms of maximizing clitoral st- stimulation, like w- what are some of the ones that actually maximize that? Because e- even when you said that, I kind of like in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, I think I know what that is. But even then, I'm like, oh well, uh, mm-hmm. I. I Yes, you know, like e- even something as basic as missionary. If you if you're angled right, it works. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. But what what else would actually work? Yep. So this um it it, it would work like woman on top, missionary. Right, yeah. It's something which they call actually they call it CAT, which is this thing called like coital alignment technique. It's kind of missionary, but the the most important thing if if you are using that sex position is that it's this grinding motion, right? So yeah, yeah. it's not so much just um, you being that position and just going in and out, but it's also this idea where to maximize clitoral stimulation, you, you're also grinding and increasing the stimulation that you have with the clitoris and with the pubic bone. Yeah. So that's a really good, okay, no. that's a, that's a good position actually, but I mean, you can get clitoral stimulation in women <clears throat> on top as well. And even with, with doggy style um, or those positions, you can use your fingers um, and use your hands to help make them work as well. Extra toys. Yeah, extra toys. But, I mean, there are lots of women who, who tell me that their favorite position is doggy style. So I think yeah. it really is very subjective. Um, but... In whatever in whatever position you use, I think just make sure that you're trying to maximize um, clitoral stimulation. Good. Cool. So, what are your tips for getting in the mood for sex? So, I think for the people who aren't in the mood most of the time, for those rare moments, you mean? when you're sick I'm always in the mood (laughs) doesn't doesn't take much but okay I mean not not for me personally but definitely asking question number one would put you in the mood for sex I mean asking people and talking about it can get you in the mood talking about it but maybe not just asking about it maybe talking about it like dirty talk yeah like um, sexting that, that all gets me in the mood sure thing anticipate anything that built anticipation yeah and i think like around that one of the things we are asked all the time and actually it, it was a question that actually somebody sent me um that i probably should have been um brought up earlier but it, it was specifically from one of our listeners uh who was really talking about you know how to keep it kind of fresh with their with their partner long term and even though I think we've addressed this a couple of times, I wanted to say firstly, uh, thank you for writing in, didn't forget about you, was, knewing, was knowing this was coming up to cover it off. But I think in those longer-term relationships, um, it really is about 
discovering new things together and whether that's you know purely sexual or learning how to have fun with things that you've probably already experienced together um it, it is really about that open and honest communication uh and even asking questions that you probably wouldn't ask somebody straight up you know especially if, if you've been in a relationship for a long time around you know ask them openly like what porn do they watch you know what you know and not even maybe to watch it together maybe just to send you a few links so you start to get a better understanding of each other in a in a almost a almost a, a safe manner than throw it all on the table and it feels like an interrogation but it actually is a is a journey together agree I think it's just getting getting your brain in the game, right? Yeah. That's really important for getting in the mood. Um, and anything that builds anticipation, anything that gives you that mental stimulation where you're thinking about your partner, fantasizing about your partner, um, even teasing each other, that, that kind of works. Um, yeah. I think the other, the other interesting thing I could say is maybe just go do a workout. Together. I mean, that's what we learned as well from um, what episode was that? Um, our episode with Matt. Do you remember? Yeah, I, when we talked. I can't remember the episode number, but yeah, I I agree, and you know, I I actually think where that's that's something where people avoid doing. Like, oh, I don't want them to see me sweaty, and you know, in that kind of state. But you know, I, I'm quite. I just said primal. But that is the wrong word to use, isn't it? But um, I'm quite like kinesthetically. Um, driven so it is kind of that physical kind of layer to it all that kind of think makes it very visceral for me and yeah. and i and i think that there's a there's a lot of the in any gym there's a lot of tension and i think you know it's it, it is very clearly sexual quite quick, quickly but i think also um what mac was saying and this was episode 11 right when we're talking about getting fit for the bedroom it's all about blood flow right getting making sure that you've yeah. got all of the blood flowing um, into the right areas and that's actually what also helps you physically um, get in the mood so get your, your your brain in the game but also physically if you want to do a workout it works for both brain but also for blood flow and all of and all of that sort of cardiovascular benefits as well so you should try that I'm going to take it maybe one step further because I know like you said Jai sometimes when you're in the gym you, j you just want to do focus on kind of your stuff for you know, some people will see the gym as the, the that temple, there's your sacred place. Um, do anything that makes you happy with your partner. Because I think a lot of times if you're doing an activity that you know brings you guys together closer and happier, it kind of naturally brings you closer and kind of want you want to take relationships more to the, the next level or have, you know, why not add sex to whatever's making you happy already? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you like food, go and take them out for food. I think people like being involved in what makes you happy and what makes them happy. And that, yeah. you know, always kind of leads to more intimate situations and more sex, actually. And then it makes you happy when you want to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> and you, yeah. you have sex when you're happy. So why not put them together? Agree. Great. Okay, so what's the best way to make someone more open to trying new positions in bed? I've been wanting to initiate a 69 with a partner, but he's not that adventurous in bed. What are some ways I can suggest it and make it an open discussion without it coming across as too aggressive? Well, well I, I don't think I don't think it'll ever be aggressive. I think I think you know if you if you really want to think like worst case scenario, and again, I don't really, I don't think it's a good way to think. But I, I think I think the heart of it is you won't be aggressive. I think it just it might be awkward for like a moment, and that's fine. But that is that's it. Like you might feel a little embarrassed asking him, but I don't think he will find it aggressive. Um, I, I think the thing with the sixty nine is, is it's 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 quite confronting the first time. Like I, I'm I'm a big fan. Like I I, I really enjoy it. Um, but I definitely know there. Uh, I think even on that night we talked about sixty nine, and like it, it was with the with the women in the audience. It was really split down the middle. Yeah. In terms of um, who was into it and who wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I think the step before the sixty nine is is um you know if you're a woman is learning that he can go down on you with like you kneeling over his head mm -hmm. um and she doesn't have to be reversed doing that in fact maybe she shouldn't be but i think start there rather than going you know the the full 100 percent is, is a much much easier way to do it and if that turns him on i guarantee you he'll be he'll be asking you and you won't even have to worry about bringing it up with him yeah 
I mean, the other thing that I could um, suggest as well is to instead of making it a open discussion where say we have to talk, it maybe something like just watch some porn with a sixty nine in it, um, and say, oh, is this this would be kind of a turn on, and and see how he's responding to it because then it's not necessarily about the both of you, and it's not coming across necessarily like as a demand, as a demand, or as I'm unhappy with the situation, I I'm unsatisfied, and it's more like oh, let's watch this together, and doesn't this look hot, or I really like it when you know she's on top of him, or so on, and then um, that's an interesting way to maybe have a discussion which is quite open and could could also just be quite hard you can also gauge his response maybe if he doesn't actually isn't actually turned on by that um then that's a different conversation to have i think yeah agree i think that's a good point when you tell when you tell someone i think this makes me hot or i would really be interested in trying this i think letting people know that that's actually something you would like comes to encourage the attempt yeah oh i had this you know, you wake up one morning, I had this dream or I did see this in the porn the other day or mm-hmm. I watched this in a movie and, you know, it kind of made me really hot and I thought of you or, you know, have you ever tried it? Would you, would you like to try it with me? Yeah. And make it more about like an, an invitation rather than, yeah, yeah, an aggressive kind of demand. demand. Yeah. 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 All right. So, some more interesting questions that we got. I really want to deal with these ones as well. Um, on a lighter note, do all girls have a G spot in their anus? Is it called a G spot in women? Well, what? 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 Sorry, what was the question? G spot in the anus. Like, do you think maybe the question? Oh, right. <laughs> and, and I just like there's like two, so many things that puzzle me with this question. Do all girls, firstly, so some girls have, so I think they're Do you think maybe she's that. misquoting the letter spot? He's like, it's like another that spot? Some girls have a G spot in their anus. And first, is this definitely a man? Was. No, I don't know, but firstly, there's no G. There's no G. Right. There's, there's no, no G. A, there's no G spot in the anus. Okay? Yes. B, um, for none of the girls, <laughs> not for yeah. some of the girls, not for a few girls, not for some special girls. All girls don't are, are missing the G spot in their anus. If now, you, yeah. unless those girls were once men and might still have a prostate. Yeah, well, then it's not a. That's more where I was coming. Exactly. That's why. That's why she was asking. I think Kat was asking. That's then it's called a P spot, which is the prostate. Yes. Yeah, and it girls don't have that. Women don't have that. No, but I think if the question is leaning towards, is there a pleasure spot in the anus? Yeah, I think some people do get pleasure from anal sex. If that's the answer. Oh. But I would I, I, I don't think I don't think them. that's the I don't think that's the question <laughs> at all. I think yeah, if you want if you want the, to find the G spot, it's in the vagina. Yes. And the <laughs> on the front wall of the vagina and you get it as they come to there. And you know, you're gonna have to turn back and listen to some of the other episodes. Yes. Um if you want more details on that. And and maybe I don't know. That read an anatomy book. <laughs> read an anatomy book and the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Okay. Okay. Here's another question. How big is your cock? I think that was for you, guys. What? <laughs> somebody submitted What? Somebody just somebody somebody, sent that in. Some, somebody sent this in. We're waiting. <laughs> Oh, you you really want me to answer? Well, I, I don't. Don't you, you have can a response? Yeah. Suddenly. You don't have oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe for the first time I did. Wow, that totally caught caught me off guard. I don't know. I mean, do you want to compare it to a vegetable? Yeah. Would that would that be more? I have. I have. I. I have, mean. The cocks that I have under my bed. I was gonna say mine uh, aren't that big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they'll they'll just they'll just have to find yeah. out. But but um, I'm I think way back I, I'm I'm still happy to answer the. <laughs> uh, and I'm and I'm still even though I got it out into the open I'm still always wondering like, 
I'm like, I had to ask him, I'm like, did you understand like the grower versus shower thing we talked about? They went, yeah, like I had no idea that was a thing. And I went, oh no. I'm like, how, how, how do I make this a hashtag? How can I have my own movement? I'm like, you know, hashtag growers, hashtag growers for good, something like that. Okay, so I, I think this one's also really funny. So I would like a list of every panelist's sexual conquests. It can be sent directly <laughs> to me, and I will be discreet. <laughs> Did you hear that? like Did you just hear a, that? a a list of names? Yeah, I I don't know what what is the oh what is a sexual conquest meaning Stories? like I've done this and I've done that. No, but I I like how this person says it can be sent directly to me and I will be discreet. Well, it's also like I mean, <laughs> just in case we didn't want to send it directly to him, he didn't give uh, an assistant's name. I say he, but it could be. Yeah, it could be a sheep. Um, but where will we send it to? Person? Exactly. It's anonymous. But also, like, he's, he's almost saying it like there's an alternative that we might just publish it on, you know, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, publish it on the internet. And, like, him being discreet, I'm like, well, it sounds like he's going to present it back to his office, but, you know, not send it in an email. I feel like he wants to make a loyalty card or something. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a punch card? <laughs> I'd like to know all your sexual contests. Kind of like a, ro- uh, what do they call the Rolodex? Yeah. How to take a cum shot in the face, look sexy with your mouth open, but sort of squinting in case he aims badly <laughs> and your eyes and your eyes end up stinging. Wait, so what's the question? So how, oh, the question is how to take a cum shot in the face and but she kind of sounds like she's answering it by saying squinty eyes. And still eyes. look sexy. No, I think I think the, the, the question is how to take a cum shot in the face and still look sexy. But but you're also squinting. And your mouth is and open. And your mouth is open. And you don't want to get it in your eye. And you don't want to get it in your eye. Actually, you got some in your eye because it's already stinging. Yeah, yeah. I think we had a friend say she wanted to get goggles once for this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think oh that's God. the only answer for this. Get goggles. Buy some sexy goggles. I mean... I mean, get, get it. Just get sunglasses. Easier. <laughs> well, like, you, you, you've you got, like, sexy librarian glasses, Sarah. I think you got them yeah, on now. Yeah, just, yeah. just those. Yeah. Use those. Use those. Yeah. Or just, just get them come somewhere else. It's okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a like, yeah, facial. No, but, I mean, if, if you're going to go for the facial, then at least commit to it. I don't Honestly, know. I mean, if he's going to shoot, I mean, this may be a silly question. I don't know many guys who come with their eyes wide open staring down at you. That ever happened to you guys? I mean, I think it's actually okay to close. I don't yeah. think it's okay to close yeah. your eyes. Yeah. Why don't you close your eyes? Well, I'm saying because if, if... No, but when... Well, guys are so visual. Like, it's... it's no, but, it's, I mean, why don't you, the person who's doing the... Oh. Who's having the... Is doing the why blowing. doesn't she just close her eyes? Why does she have to squint? Why? What yeah, does why she do you, have to look at? Why do your why eyes do you open? To... Your eyes closed can be sexy too. Yeah, maybe just close your eyes. <laughs> you, can, you can paint open eyeballs onto your eyelids. Yeah, like those fake awake glasses. <laughs> oh, that would be so weird. Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna read the last few bits, and then I think we should we should move into our quickie but goodie section. Um, so the, yeah. the last little section that I, I had was some top bedroom secrets to impress any partner. And I think I'm just going to read these ones all in a go. And then maybe we'll just do a group reaction. To some of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So some of people's top bedroom secrets are be into it. Yeah, that's that would be nice. That's a good start. Uh, have a stack. Have Sorry, a stash of sexy lingerie and outfits he likes, then surprise him in it after a bad day, or just wear it when I know I want to get some. Nice. Okay, if we get to penetrative sex, it's the way I can control my vaginal muscles to contract in different ways. In different ways. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe we should get that person onto the panel. Yeah, interesting. Okay, squirting in terms of frequency and distance, but also depends on the guy and if they're into it or not. Um, another bedroom secret is when pleasuring him, I always suck just a little harder at a few crucial moments and pretty much without fail, it makes them moan just a little bit louder. And honestly, yeah, and I, I like this one. Honesty and appreciation, unless they are really small. 
L O L L O L. Otherwise, enthusiasm for oral sex. <laughs> Enthusiasm for anything if you're doing sexually. I think enthusiasm for everything, be into it, that all works together. Um, Yeah, I'm actually just the. What's the most interesting bit of that for you? For me, it's the it's the woman who can control her vaginal muscles to contract in different ways. I'm like, I I think I can only contract my muscles in one way. I don't know what. So, I mean, uh, I, it's just like specific zones. Like, yeah, maybe she does like she like does a full wave yeah, and a I mean, ripple. Maybe she's got like a Dyson vagina. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> could be my next guest. That's all I'm saying. Okay, guys. Um, look, since this is our season finale, I actually thought that we could wrap up with a quickie but goodie section about the podcast. So it's a bit like a greatest hits of this season. Okay, bearing in mind it's always difficult to choose your favorite you know a child or episode or whatever but just <laughs> that's such a lie parents have best. a favorite <laughs> do your best okay um but i thought we could end in our usual rapid fire style and um talk about what we really liked from this season uh, i think um, because cat has only heard the episodes that were released we'll have a few more to draw from um jai you and me but yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, what? Who was our favorite guest of the season? Present company excluded. Aww, you know your favorite. Yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> that's not true. But who would be our favorite? I actually, I, I it, out of absolutely everyone, I think it would be Elena for me. Oh. Um, who did the playing the dating game one? I and I think like everyone was so amazing, like Valentina and Christina, like they're all incredible. But there was something about Elena's kind of like personal mission in, in the whole thing that just was I felt really inspiring. So, um, yeah. But I just I just love bantering. Yeah, with she her was as well. a good banterer. She and she had great stories. Yeah. I loved that episode. But I think that my favorite guest would be Zosh. From episode four, oh, that's what I always said. Actually, <laughs> because I just I just loved her energy, you know, like um, and she talked about the truth about sex after kids, and really, you know, she really inspired me. Like, um, and she was funny, but she was really sort of grounded and told it like it was. Um, I loved her. Okay, most interesting topic of the season. Hey, wait, wait, wait! What about I mean, Kat? I've listened to your podcast. Sorry, 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 sorry. I mean, as much as if they're all my favorite. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, I really, really enjoyed listening to Ia's story. Actually, um, Ia's podcast about the oh yeah the, the tease, how to tease. Um, I just found it in in Rackson to listen to her. Like, I just could not believe some of the stories she came, she was telling. Yeah. Um, and yeah. just how the whole process yeah. of it was. There's so much more underlying. Um, information to what I thought would be quite a straightforward, a straightforward topic. Yeah, so I found that that episode to be one of one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, I. You know what? So the next question I was going to ask was oh. most interesting topic of. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, my my first question was favorite yeah. guest. Right. So it's slightly different, but my, I would say the yeah. most interesting topic for me was that was that one. So episode seven, which is mastering the art of tea. So for me, just because. Um, you're right. So Ia, our guest, she made that topic something else. So like she, much more. She just made it so much more. And it was so interesting. I I, I thought that I would just talk to her for a little bit of like, oh, you know, um, a little, you know, a little bit of a tickle and a tease kind of conversation. But it was so much more about like that mental stimulation and figuring that out. And I actually thought that was really interesting. How about you? Um, sorry, you you, you guys first. Okay. My my number one, my favorite guest of your uh, season, as well as the most interesting topic, kind of the same. The- oh right, right. Uh, so sorry, sorry. You did, you did. Um, I think for me, like out of all of them, it was definitely the open relationship one, uh, which is episode six, um, and that was the first one we did with Valentina. Um, 
that and the the one that we're going to release next week, which is these the kind of the follow up to that, which is about open relationships part two and kind of like looking at non monot like that. There were some conversations we had both that are included in that final recording, but also you know conversations I've had with Valentina outside that recording that have like have truly changed my perspective on not only on relationships but a lot of myself and and kind of preference like that that topic for me still I think about just you know in, in quiet moments of the day like it's it's crazy how much that one yeah, got to me that's, that's really amazing okay what about the funniest moment of the season that's tough um that's tough I don't know the show for me for sure the yeah. live show I just felt like my cheeks were hurting after that night. Like I, the next day I felt like I face, I had a face exercise. Yeah. I was laughing so hard that whole show. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I, you know what? My funniest moment, it's caught on video actually. So um, B, our friend B, she, she's doing a video for us. Uh-huh. Lovely B. Um, she, she caught this moment of Jai actually talking about one of I think one of somebody's bedroom secrets being the the triple lock approach, where it's like two fingers <laughs> in the. Do you remember? Yes. Two fingers. The two fingers is like is it the air the, the airlock at the vagina? Yeah. One finger in the, the mouth, the, 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 the ass, the and then yeah. and then tongue on the clit or something, and then and then you you just were like shocker, yeah, and you were like, no, is that work? Is that what works for your pussy, time? <laughs> and I just died. I was like. <laughs> so good so quick that's why we are, that's why we like you on this show <laughs> off the <and> water <laughs> I, I do I do remember one moment that really stands out for me and that's the moment where um Mac who was our guest on um the the fitness episode so that was 11 getting fit for the bedroom he He's just really dry. And do you remember when I was asking him, so is sex a workout, right? And and he's, his humor is so dry, you know, and he's like, that's the same as saying, you know, pussy, drinking pussy juice is nutrition. And I, <laughs> I remember that. And he had such but a straight face when he said it. Yeah, that would. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you brought that. One. I really forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Any moments for you, Ty, um, or all one big moment? <laughs> like, like I definitely do. Like the live show, there were there were some just some really gold moments in there. But I think, oh, I, you know what it is? I think it's the very the very first episode where you told me about your infatuation <laughs> with. Um, <laughs> Who, who's yeah, the magician? Copperfield. <laughs> like, between, between. Okay? <laughs> is cat being oh, sick? Oh, she died. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. that, and and even now, like wrapping yourself up in a carpet, like those are just burned into my memory. I just. <laughs> It profoundly affected you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad I've made an impression on both of you. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. And, definitely. And, and countless others, Sarah. <laughs> okay, sexiest voice of the season. Hi. Ooh, okay, that's great. Oh, cat. Oh, I'm blushing here. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad nice. you can't see me. Uh, I'm going to say Alison Howe. Oh, yeah, Alison has an amazing voice. I mean, clearly because she is a radio personality. Um, She is on episode nine, right? Why don't Asians talk about sex? I I really like her voice. Very bright. um, And super well-spoken as well. Mine has to be Ronan's. Okay. Um, How about... Hey, I just called him Ronan. It's Rowan. Hey, have I got his name wrong so badly? It's Rowan. Roland. Roland. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Yeah, Roland's voice. Sexiest voice? Oh, okay. So you changed the sex. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, did you did you used to say it was me, Jai? Oh. No, I've never said it was you. So was... <laughs> Don't give me fake compliments, Sarah. Sarah, I'll come back anyway. I thought I, I thought you said you. Okay, so no. Um, so Roland from episode five, becoming a 
Yeah. All right. That. Okay. Yeah. How about a topic you'd be interested to see included for next season? Oh, yeah, we're going to start looking at that, don't we? Um, well, we, we were talking about this before the show. I think we definitely need to give, uh, and uh, not to put it too much on the spot, but I think we definitely need to give Brainy Cole a ring and get her down to talk about sex and yes. technology. Yes, that would be I would love I would that. Agree. I would love that. <laughs> I would love to do a collab with her podcast, um, Future of Sex. Shit, I think, lose you? I mean, she I does stuff know. like about, you know, uh, sort of sex robots and... Yeah, all kinds of things. I've been listening to a few of her episodes. Really interesting. What's a topic that you'd be interested to see included for next season? Um, well, I think you and I talked about this uh, before we logged on, uh, but definitely, and not to put her on the spot, but I'm definitely going to put her on the spot. I think we need to talk to somebody like Bryony Cole uh, and do something on sex and technology and kind of look at kind of the impact that that's having and how people can get involved. Yes. I would also really love to... Um, interview somebody who's transgender. That was something that I had been trying to follow up with. Um, oh yeah. Now to try to get one, a guest um, who is transgender to come and talk about their journey because I think that that would be a really interesting story. Um, and I think also there's a lot of misperceptions around people who are transgender. And I think oh. it would be really great for people to understand what the real challenges are for transgender people. Um, so I would really love to do something around that. So hopefully I can follow up with that lead and I'll be able to find somebody. I'd like both Great. I'd listen to both of those. Yeah. For sure. Mm. Anything that you'd want well, us um, to cover? Me personally, honestly, I just have to all the stuff we cover. Yeah. Um, but based on kind of the questions that came in and kind of how the the live launch went, I think there may need to do something more about some anal play or yeah, alternative. Yeah, getting into yeah, anal, getting into like anal, a whole maybe episode, like the yeah, a whole think, episode on that. It, it yeah. sounds like there's quite a lot of um. Curiosity. Yeah, curiosity. That's yeah. What it is. yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, and that wasn't our list for a while. Like, and it, I didn't think it would be, you know, get such a strong reaction, like both at the live events, but certainly the questions we kind of get on the side. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially from women, you know, I think, I think that's where I was really surprised at all that. Yeah. Yeah. I think how to do it safely, yeah. but um, also in a way that's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Getting into anal. There you go. Yeah. Getting anal about anal. <laughs> Getting anal about anal. <laughs> so what in your mind was the biggest or the takeaway from Better in Bed Season 1 that you want people to remember? So if you wouldn't say, you know, what's the secret sauce to getting better in bed, you know, that we learned from Season 1, what would that be? Open, honest conversation. Yes. I think every episode touched on that. Every episode yeah. touched on that. That's a recurring theme. Um, for me, I, w- I would say it's um, sex is not goal oriented, and that that was a theme that came up over and over again as well. Yeah, so it's mine would be um, oh, mine is the how do you, how do you say this um, the 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 way men are perceived to think and talk about sex is definitely not how they do. And therefore they're quite bad at talking about it at all. <laughs> well, as I just, as I just struggled to put together that sentence. Like at that point, I'm like, oh, I've had one too many whiskeys at this point. Do what I say, not as I do. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of today's show. And also oh. to the end of season one. No. <laughs> for better and best. So thanks again, Kat, for being our very first and our very last guest on this season. On this season. Oh, Yay! goodness. I'm so glad no, you finished that No, no, not sentence. forever. Yeah. Not forever. Not it's forever. Like having a Game of Thrones moment. You're the Ned Stark of the podcast. When is, when is winter coming back? <laughs> For all of you listening out there, it's been a real pleasure and honor to host this show for you. And we really appreciate you listening. If you've loved our show and followed along with us so far, please do take the time to leave us a review on iTunes because it does make a difference to helping other people find us. And we also love them. If you also have any feedback or ideas for us, 
based on what you've heard on season one and what you'd like to hear more of in season two, then please drop me and Jai a line anytime via our respective websites. So that's Sarah Sands for me and Jai's is Double Star Collective. Or you can find us through social media as well. Uh, Instagram's our favorite platform. And I hope you enjoyed listening to all of the secrets of the bedroom today as much as we were sharing them with you. Um, remember that sex isn't a one-size-fits-all game and we need to keep exploring and learning if we want to get better in bed. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.